Hello and welcome to the Bertie and Paul podcast. Uh, Bertie's not here again this week. Um, I think due to the fact he moved to the posh part of Court Bridge, I think he's joined a croquet club. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, like, I know, the posh part of Court Bridge, you've got to start get on these sort of committees, etc, etc. So, unfortunately, Brian's not here, so we had to look far and wide, and I, I looked to my, my contact list, and we went for uh, Mr. Uh, Daniel Devaney, which I'm delighted he's on, so how you doing? How are you doing? No, I said bad yourself. Yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> We're a really good day today. Uh, Thanks for the invite. Yeah, I'm delighted. Uh, the history of... Uh, Daniel Devaney is that uh, both of us are in Ireland just now. Uh, Danny was an ex Mr. Uh, Hamilton 2002, 2003. <laughs> and then he was, uh, I think he said, I've had enough. And he moved to Bray, so. Yeah, exactly. I think, that, I think that title lasted for about a day or two, so. <laughs> Once that was gone, I was out of there. No, you're, uh, I'm delighted. I'm delighted, John, because uh, we've also about a laugh. We, we go watch the games. We used to be able to go watch the games together. Danny was uh, nice enough to ask me along, so we had a good laugh some of the times watching as we went through this nine in a row or whatever we've been through. So uh, it's just disappointing we can't do it anymore just now, but one day we'll do it again, eh? Exactly, exactly. It's always good to watch your football as well with fellow Scots. Uh, yeah. Actually, one of the best times was, remember my mum and dad were down and you know, Martin came down, remember we were at the top of Bray? That's right. Uh, it was so much fun. Uh, but yeah. It's, it was really funny actually because listening to like Aberdeen's record, Aberdeen's record is like it's it's like eighteen eight semi-finals and every or eight eight semi-finals, six finals and it's all Celtic, 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 just beating them every single time. <laughs> <laughs> they must be sick to the back teeth, honestly. Derek McInnes said that Roderick's goal was a he said it was a fluke or a Roderick's cross. I mean, how can you watch a football player for last? Six or eight years in Scotland and say that I was a never, never in a million years. They pull stuff like that out of the bag far too often to call that a flip. Like Rogic's, Rogic's knew there was something at the back post, yeah. knew it was fine well there was something there, so he didn't get in exactly what he did, inch perfection, and somebody was there to finish. Yeah, he's such a good. Uh, there's loads of cliches. Okay, what we'll do is we'll look at, we'll, we'll look at the European game, then we'll look at the, the game of the weekend, then we'll have a reflection on Lennon and where Celtic are actually going because me, me and you do have different views that's why it's good fun I mean, because it would be different if everybody thought the same um, exactly I thought Thursday night was great fun to watch Brown I just really enjoy the European I love European football I, I yeah. love Celtic playing like that with that type of tempo and it just gets everybody up as well like, I'm sure the same as everybody else you're on 8 or 9 or different 8 or 9 different WhatsApp groups Everybody's going on about Celtic and the messages are flying in the first half going best we've seen this season. Team are looking fantastic, we're back, you know, that chat, kind of chat. And it was, it was so positive, it was so good to watch and um, if we can replicate some of that like um, as the season goes on, we're only going to get better, you know? Yeah, so we actually ended up getting joined by uh, London Stephen, Corporate Steve, the man of... 85 different Scottish accents depending on the occasion. Can you do your Sean Connery, Stephen, just for old time's sake? No, I certainly can't do a Sean Connery, but yes, um, yes, it's, it's just great to be here tonight again and, and to see Danny Devaney again. So we, Delighted. we used to be in the same English class. 
What's the memories? <laughs> Nightmares, you mean? Danny's just told me, he's just told me he's, he's getting closer to me. He's near enough 10 minute walk from my house and he, if all things go well, so that'll be great. Yeah, be great. yeah, well, should be good. Not too much, not too much enthusiasm there, Daniel. <laughs> No, no, well, it's not done yet. So it's you know, you know, what it's like buying a house these days. Like it's never done until it's signed. You know what I mean? So actually, uh, just, Danny, we're talking about the the Celtic, uh, the feel good factor Thursday night, and, and, and you're you're totally right. The feel good factor Celtic playing well in Europe. It's just we had this conversation every year about and we'll probably just now about Celtic. Should Celtic be targeting Europe? I always say yes because it's the best. Trips, it's the best football we can play, it's the best level we can play at, and uh, we should always be trying to do our best there, I think. Definitely, there's nothing worse than when you don't get into Europe, or not get into Europe, but get into the group stage of the Champions League, and then you're, you're watching it on a Wednesday night, or a Tuesday night, or a Thursday night now, as we've been more accustomed to, and you're not playing. You know, it's, and I know everybody's saying this year because we're going for the 10 that. European football doesn't matter. Yeah, I kind of agree with that to an extent, but um, you still need to be performing in Europe, appearing in Europe, and then if you do well in Europe, it attracts more players for the following season as well. So that is important. It's very important. Um, do I care about it this season? Definitely not. Um, but I always like to see Celtic winning, obviously, so um, it's not made it any different. Getting put out by Ferns Farros was a severe kick in the teeth, and I think we've, we've seen that. We've seen that from performances after that. It's, it's took the players a while to get back from that, you know, but I think hopefully now we've got over it and we're getting back to what we can do best, I suppose. See, my, my view would be, we'll let you talk about that statement, but my view would be, so I love European football. That's it. It's just for me, that's where Celtic football club should be. We've talked to us before. My view and the European stuff is, I think on Thursday night, was <coughs> it started... Celtic playing better. The game started. The, 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 the sort of tag teams of players, groups, players started playing well together. But I still think Celtic put a lot of stuff in Thursday. Like I, I mean, I bet their stats were off. I mean, I've never seen a Celtic team work as hard as that in Europe for a long time. And will that have a detrimental effect on the weekends? I think it will do if they keep putting that level of. I mean, the game was wild. It yeah, well, you saw, you saw it in the second half at Aberdeen, like the Scottish Cup semi there. The, half the players were knackered come yeah. 65, 70 minutes. Some of them were dead in their legs. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing. So, European stuff, because I looked at the fixtures, so the minute they said the Cup final was the 20th of December, and then everybody's talking about, oh, well, it's only Harps and stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking, run about that times, Celtic always got hundreds of games. And if you look at the, t- the timetable... It's just, after the, the Scotland stuff, it's every three, after the Scotland game in November, then we get a wee break between uh, Lille and Kelly. Then it goes Hearts Cup final, 20th, 23rd, 26th, 32nd Rangers game. Rangers then, of course, when we're playing the Cup final, they've got Mullable. So they've still played the same amount of games as us. They have Mullable, St. Johnson, Hibs. St Murray and then Celtic we've got Hearts Ross County Harlem Dundee United the Rangers but it's just jeez it's, it's, it's intense but we, we don't seem to have a, we will not have a margin for error and with that type of game on a Thursday night which I would love watching it, it 
geez, it's really going to be a big squad ask for us to get over, you know? Because the, the Lille game is brilliant, but it, it, you've got Lille, then you've got Kelly, then you've got Sparta Prague, Mullerwell, Sparta Prague, Milan, then St Johnston. So the, the games are not that difficult, the Scottish games, but geez, it's uh, some task for them to get it right, to get the balance right. Yeah, and I think like, in regards to Europe, if we beat Sparta, if we had to beat Sparta Prague home and away, then the Milan game away, to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't mind sending out half a team over there. Fair enough, we might get pummeled, but with the amount of games coming up, I wouldn't mind sending half a team at Milan then with the hope that you'll beat um, Leo when you take them back to the last game at Celtic Park. I know it's kind of gambling, but um, I don't think MD's expecting us to go to the San Siro and win, are we? The Rangers look at Benfica. That's their two games between yep. Hamilton and Aberdeen. Then Benfica. So, I mean, Rangers will be dying. They, I mean, they're doing really well in Europe. But they just are set up to do that. But if Rangers were to beat Benfica home and away, then their two European games would become, wouldn't they? They, they would need to play. And then that would get, they could get a rest. It's just, it's just interesting. If we're going to do this, it, it's not going to be easy. That bus, well, all the old cliches, it's never going to be easy. But jeez, you look at the fixtures. Christmas time will be just wall to wall selling. You just but it's the same. It's the same every year, isn't it? That's when we get into, um, It's always been six, seven. Something I think sometimes it was eight games in December. Seven or eight games sometimes like for the last I don't know how many seasons. We've got we've got eight games in December. Yeah, we, you've got a Scottish Cup final for the. Quadruple, quadruple, or whatever it is. It's just, it's, it's, it's a tough ass to keep winning. I mean, usually, the last game against Strangers were always dead on our feet. Usually, aren't we? Usually, yeah. our field starts thinking he's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you think, Steve? No, I just, I'm just trying to think work wise when to take a, the week off. Should take the week before Christmas and then enjoy <laughs> the cup final <laughs> and go for it. <laughs> Jam Tarp say Andy Halliday will just be he'll be in the papers he'll be talking about it he'll just be so happy it's the Craig Gordon thing I don't like I just don't like anyway I just oh Craig Gordon wakes up and he has a great game and that would be an absolute sucker punch wouldn't it it would but sure listen Anyway, that's me just yeah, you've got you've you've all got to move on. I mean, he, he did his save was quite good, but it was quite close to him. Um, I thought you know it did look really good, but you know the fair play to him. But you know, hopefully we'll be able to beat Hearts. Everyone will be well up for that in the cup final. Um, that'll be a great. Hopefully we can go to the pub and watch it at that point. But it'll be a great. That'll be a great day. So we exactly. Did. GA is the All Ireland final that day as well. So. <laughs> Aye, so it's a, a full day session in the pub if there is one. They say that, but they're saying that they're going to the island are ramping up for to open up in Christmas. So that'd be brilliant. That'd be fantastic. Exactly. I'm I'm, I'm the same old as Stephen. There, I'll, I'll start checking my holidays and what, see when I can close down. <laughs> close down. <laughs> and just uh, focus on Celtic for a couple, a couple so of days. So we have the we have the European game, which is great, and then. Aberdeen, who are odds on favourites to beat us, probably. The Johnny Hayes, Johnny Hayes takes a, Johnny Hayes takes a tumble. He he he, he sort of stays out in the Saturday game. The Saturday he's injured, 
and then yeah. Celtic turn up against Aberdeen and after about the first 10 minutes when it was a bit sort of you know scared them we sort of started to play good football and what do you think Stephen do you think we're it was it was it was much better. It was just a just it was just good, just a great set first half. Yeah, it flowed so well. Um, just I think as Danny was saying, the second half we sort of a, you know, if they're a better team, we could have been caught out. But obviously we saw it through, and it was it was good. It was funny. I listened to it in the radio and. It's just Willie Miller, and they're really good actually. BBC Scotland, but Willie Miller kept saying semi all the time, and he said it just made me turn me into like a school kid, you know. Um, anyway. So you were saying, made you do something else? The days have gone now. Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> it's been a perfect semi. Anyway. Sean Connery. Yesterday's, yesterday's semi was, they call it a bit more. You know what I mean? There's not much football in yesterday's semi, but today's semi's a, a glory. I mean, like, a glory shot. So, uh, yeah, so the Aberdeen game, I, mean, again, I loved it. That, that Lax, he's really thinking. Lax, he's a good player, isn't he? Seems to, he's doing his Lax, oh, oh, yeah. he's excellent. Oh, he's brilliant. He's up and down that way non-stop. You saw that in the European game as well. It was like the 86th minute. He was bombing forward to the byline again, trying to get across in. You know what I mean? Usually that time... And there's a special wing backs are dead in their feet, um, but he was still bombing down the line, trying to get a crossing right to the very end. And I think most of these were kind of just saying, "Let's hold on for two-two." You know what I mean? Um, he's, he's but no, it looks brilliant. He, he's very composed. He's a great tackler. Um, I am really. I think everybody's delighted. But I've not heard a bad report about him so far. I, I thought. I thought that. I, I think he's really, really good, but I think from one. I just keep seeing him out of position. Was it just me, or was it was his TV view? I thought in the Aberdeen game, he just didn't seem to. You see, the goal comes from the first goal comes from front one on inside. He runs into the middle of the park, and then Brown knows then to. It's Brown football with Brown. He just says, "Right, put that ball back." He puts it back, and then Roger and Christie come alive. But because the man-to-man system Aberdeen, they follow him in, and then suddenly he's shaken up. I don't mind that sort of stuff, but as a, as a, as a right back, as a four, I'm just wondering, Frimpon just doesn't, for me, he doesn't seem to be disciplined, but maybe that's just me. And I'm, I think he's a great football player, but when you've got four, you need to have players to play. Is that me? Is it just me, Danny? Are you seeing it at all? He's, he's definitely better going forward than he is defending. I don't think he's a great defender. He's definitely better going forward, but when he gets the ball, especially in a lot of the recent games, it just kind of reminds me when we had a gap and players just to put the ball out to the wing and it was a case of right go beat two or three players and cross it in and kind of getting left left in his own <laughs> and and that's what that's what reminds me sometimes he just gets gave the ball and, and everybody's just kind of, they don't want it back they're like right go beat two or three players and you kind of feel sorry for him to an extent now he, he's done it many a time and he's, he's not the best crosser in the ball but um, sometimes it just reminds me when you used to give the ball to a gat and people were sitting in the north stand going right beat those four players and put it in or else you're shite oh, what this is ridiculous and that's what it was every week people were expecting a gat to be a world beater yeah. uh, but she wasn't far, which he wasn't far off to be fair he was excellent he was the, 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 uh, the gat thing as well as who did, who, who did play beside him was it, did, did we have somebody who no, he did. A guy had the full wing. He was like a real resource. I could never understand people in the stands. They used to. I was in the main stand, I think, 
think it was, was that Bayern Munich game or a European game and they were giving him pelters yeah. and he's tanking it up and down incredible it really was but, but like, they're saying that Illinois benefiting from the, 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 that, that new partnership we would have to give from on some sort of help I thought Brown played a kind of sweep on him he was kind of a bit more back and moving around but if he can't well, maybe they can maybe they can but I was watching like he's played a lot of games now he's playing a lot of games and that effort is you know what I mean it's a, he puts in, he puts his heart and soul again honest effort from point every single game is brilliant to see but that's that's something that Pat Bonner Packy picked up on in, in, on the on the tranny when I was listening to it in the wireless he said that he's concerned about him because he is just you know running up and down for that full game and it's just not sustainable. You can't mm-hmm. keep doing that. Well, you can do if your name's Tavernier, top goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> penalty to Rangers. Rangers penalty. <laughs> What's the best phrase now? It's, it's like Billy Dodds. I'm like, the thing is, even if Rangers didn't get a penalty, they would have won the game anyway. You know what I mean? They were the better team. You're like, how many times are you going to say that? Football games are changed by goals. If they get a penalty in 17 minutes, then they just hold the game out. Oh, it's so annoying. Like every and your man, uh, uh, your man uh, Thompson is on the radio now, so they go to the Thompson to talk about. And he basically said, Craig Thompson says, "Oh, Dallas did well, pinpointing that, finding that penalty." And you're like, that's not what football is about. You don't get in the game trying to find things to give give other teams edges. But it's the way he said yeah. it. He did well to pinpoint. I'm like, well. Anyway, I, I can't watch them anymore. I can't watch that penalty kick malarkey. It's ridiculous. They get three last year in the Premier League. Premier League. And this year they'll be four already. Four. Jesus. I mean, you should go to the bookies. Oh, God. Why are they That's what I was going to say. That was the bet at the start of the season, wasn't it? You know, going into 10 in a row. We should have, anyone with half a... Well, we should have... Obviously, I don't have half a brain, but you should have put the bet on that Rangers were going to get a lot of penalties this season. And it's probably too late now. But well, I was re- I was listening to different things, but they said basically what happened is in Europe when the, the rule changes came in last year, there was lots and lots of penalty kicks given. So then the rule changes came into England and Scotland this year, and there's been more penalty kicks. Like Spurs have loads of penalty kicks. Liverpool have got a few. So all, it's not a case that Rangers aren't tracking with the other teams and. England but if it ah. goes to say I mean if, it, if Rangers get 20 penalty kicks like that, the, the penalty kicks in Italy and Germany were going bananas because every time somebody touched the ball with their hand they'll have a penalty kick ah we see the other teams in England and uh, Italy and that they've got VAR remember so a lot of these penalties are getting awarded after being reviewed up oh, um, Scotland it's a case of right it was somewhere near his hand penalty <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so that's the reason you're getting more penalties down south in um, in Europe because of uh, VAR. So, uh, so I'm a, I'm a, so this week it's it's Sparta Prague, which we're really looking forward to. Then Mullerwell, and then we've got a bit of a break. So I'm hoping. I I, I just didn't like that farce. I mean, Rangers got a couple of players in COVID. What happened to them, Danny? Did, did Rangers a couple of games suspended then? They were at Scott Arfield's party, weren't they? <laughs> Scott Arfield's birthday party. Uh, they were all at it, but apparently only these two are getting picked out. What's his name? Your man um, Jones and is it Edmundson? What's the other guy's name? Yeah, Edmundson. 
Aye. Edmondson. I think jo- I think Jordan Jones is just looking for a way to get out of Rangers. Remember he came on for his, get- his debut, was it, against Celtic and tried to kick her right back into the stand. What was your man's name? The Jim Gem- was it the German guy or the Austrian guy? Who's who's the boy we had in the Tried to kill him straight away. <laughs> and now he's um, trying to give the full team COVID as well. So maybe he's a Celtic fan. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't look like one to be no. honest. Man. And he's not for the right area in the north either, so <laughs> um badges like uh, I don't know what I don't know what happened. They were at a party or something. I've not actually read the full story. I have seen the headline that um they broke the COVID rules. Um but I don't know the exact story, do you? No, the, the, no, I don't know. Uh, that's what I wanted to Berry on tonight. Berry was, uh, was just losing it in WhatsApp. He was going absolutely bananas. <laughs> he just wasn't happy at all. And then he went to his shed and started kicking stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's just basically, yeah, Rangers got a couple of COVID guys at the party. Yeah, yeah, okay. Nothing to see here. Move on. Like, <laughs> what the hell? I don't, I don't know enough about it, but I was seeing things on Twitter saying, oh, Celtic um, get penalised for um, what Ball and Goalie did. This is the same. And then everybody's going, well, hold on. Ball and Goalie went to Spain, which was COVID central at the time, and then come back and then mixed with a load of people. Uh, these two lads haven't left the country and went to one house or something, so... <laughs> I'm not defending him in any way, shape, or form. I don't know the story. To defend him, eh, son? No, but I was just, I was just laughing on Twitter. Right? Now, the amount of Celtic fans got absolutely off their head at it, and I'm like, calm down, lads. You know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. But they were absolutely going off their head because Ball and Goalie was, or Celtic were penalised, which, nah, fair enough. You know what I mean? But um, as I say, I don't know exactly what they've done. I just know they broke the COVID gui- guidelines or the COVID rules. You're uh... Just hang them in Glasgow Cross, that'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Get overdone, mate. It's always the rubbish ones, isn't it? It's like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be Kent, or, you know what I mean? No. The LS. The guys are not getting it. It looks like they hung those two guys into dry, didn't they? It didn't yeah, look so was in the queue for McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually I watched the video on the, the Daily Record I think it was the Daily Record um, I, there was a video there's a clip and it's like one of those um, West End sort of high rise sort of uh, flats that they were in looked quite nice actually and uh, there's quite a lot of girls there as well and they were all lifting their drinks up dancing and stuff so it, look, it did look like quite a good party you know so um was there a video? I, there's a video doing a rounds. Stevie, Stevie G's there and that one. <laughs> Gary McAllister's in there. Um, Diggy Park. <laughs> so, so another thing I want to talk about today is what he call it is what's happened. Danny's probably better answer this. What's happened to Celtic's young players like Dembele, Hazard? Well, a lot of couple of Irish boys are Coral. I mean, we, we, it, it was as if as if it was as if we were on some sort of movement towards including these players now. And Celtic have got a huge squad, but they don't seem to have had any. I mean, Hazard. Hazard's twenty-two years old, playing for Northern Ireland, and I mean. Shea Given or whatever Shea Given's screaming at me like I can just see is he going to be the same as Shea Given you know what I mean we'll let him go but 
Look at our goalkeeping situation. Why has he not been given a chance? O'Connell, Walsh came over, Welsh, and uh, then Bindelli. I, I don't know to be honest with you like Dembele's obviously still very young what is he 16, 17 yeah um, there's a the risk as well is playing these young lads and now the season that you're going for 10 and it doesn't work there's going to be serious backlash not just on the team and the manager but also on the young lads so you can't be wrecking their career if you like at such a young age now Welsh has been thrown in because we didn't have any other options really uh, he did kind of get through to the Wolves after the Rangers game and people were pointing fingers at him a bit as well and, um, which isn't fair on him but like, listen we've been doing so well with the, you know, the last couple of years like, why change it you know, why reinvent the wheel I, the players are going to be a bit older and stuff they've brought in a couple of players to support them but um, I don't think this season's the right season to try and start budding the young lads definitely not because as I say if it goes wrong they'll be Serious consequences. Yeah, see, I'm still. Yeah, I mean, if, it, if, it, if it, yeah, on you go. No, I just, I just feel again, shoot me down. Celtic was Celtic are a selling club, and Edward Christie, I wanted to go early. So, is Terra Row going to stifle what we? You know, what I mean, is it going? Is it going to be a? Is there going to be a pain down the road to Celtic? Not. I mean, Debelli wants to play, doesn't he? he? Wants to play football, and he's well known around the world, isn't he? He's a good player. He's he's well sought after. And, we, and Edward has came back and started to play a wee bit better now. But I, I just wonder if. Oh, Edward's different. Edward's different gravy. Let's be honest. He's the ball at his feet. He's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't just do it. With us. He does it with the French under twenty one team as well. And um, you see the difference was it someone said the other night um, was it he came on he had two shots in the first two shots on target in the first ten minutes which was more shots we had in the the, the full Rangers game <laughs> you know what I mean so I didn't have any shots in target exactly so Edward's Edward's different gravy different gravy altogether but then you know would you would you have you been sold in a, a, a regular season or different would, would it, it was once his time to it's to move on, to move down. Maybe that just wasn't ideal um, I do like him. I, I exactly. He's just a standard keeper. Bain is um, Hazard. I don't. I don't even think I've seen Hazard play. You know what I mean? Um, and Barkas, I think, has got a very raw deal. To be honest with you, um, again, he's kind of been. Everybody's saying, oh, he's not saves. He's not made some very important saves yet. He didn't really have much today. You know, I think the Ross County game he, he had a couple of good saves in that, but. Um, it didn't really have a lot to do. Was he suspect a couple of the goals? Possibly. Maybe could have got a hand to them or that. But again, you've got to give these lads time to bed in as well. You know what I mean? But he's. I think him being dropped, I think, was, um, wasn't was the best shout. Um, but listen, Bain's, Bain's a, an all right backup. I wouldn't say he's an excellent backup, but um, he's, he's all right. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like you're playing 11s down Strathy. 
Apparently he doesn't speak English. Somebody, somebody said that again. On, I don't know if he does it, if he doesn't. But somebody was saying on online. Now I don't don't take that as gospel. But <laughs> somebody was saying he doesn't even speak English. That's how he doesn't shout. And I was like, surely to God. Do you know what I mean? Why would you buy a goalkeeper that can't even talk to his defence? That does, doesn't make sense mm. at all. So I take that with a pinch of salt, but I don't personally know the guy to check that out. You know, I've not seen any interviews with him. To be fair, oh. so yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know that one. You need to get him on on the podcast and see <laughs> quiz him. I think. I mean, in fairness to him, I suppose they've had quite a few changes in the in the defence, so it's probably been a bit difficult. And also, I think because you're used to Fraser Forster, you're used to like a big guy, and a lot of Celtic fans like Boric as well. And Craig Gordon was quite tall, even though when the, when there was a penalty kick against us, he always looked really really small. And, and I don't think he's ever, I don't think Craig Gordon's ever saved a penalty in his career. He's probably done saved once, but so we're always used to sort of bigger guys, and this guy doesn't really have that imposing. Um, sort of figure, but you know, hopefully we'll start start playing now when he comes back I'm in the team. I'm sure he will come back in. I'm going to I'm going to start by at least his two years. Surely you can't win the league with an okay goalkeeper, can you? I think you can. This the, if you've got a good enough defence. Do we? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> big See, big Duffy. Big, du- big Duffy is um, basically Effie Ambrose in disguise, isn't he? Does, does it, is. It, is, it, is there a, a sort of theory that he's missing Julian and if Julian comes back then Duffy will be, be well, see, like Mick, Mick McCarthy and not um... <laughs> I don't Jeez. want Mick McCarthy either to be honest Stephen no, I mean these guys are rotten Effie Ambrose or Mick McCarthy that's the sort of choice I think jeez oh shoot me now see that's the thing like Celtic this 10 or whatever it is right fine but are Celtic going to win the league I mean, Julian's good, that's fine. I mean, he get ragged all once, and we talked about it, and that guy gets moved to QPR now, he's the best player in Scotland, well, he's Australian. But the fact is that Julian's a good player, he does do the physical battles and stuff like that, so maybe him coming back will change it, but we've got loads of beat on now, we've got Duffy, we've got uh, Welsh now as well. So I don't know. I, I, I still think Ayer and um, Julian's the. the the combination do you know what I mean I, start, I think the two of them together are brilliant similar players to an extent you know they're good in the air they're good in the ground um, for me Big Duffy's good in the air but he's not good in the ground at all you know what I mean he just looks so uncomfortable with the ball at his feet and uh, just the way he tackles like now when somebody's going with maybe a last stitch effort on goal he just throws his full body at it all you need to do is dummy it and he's, he's beat it's just the way he goes to ground so often just frightens the hell at me. He was in these, he was in that one stage and I think it was the Rangers game where he was on all, all fours in the penalty box. That's never a good look. He's no. actually on four, all fours. Like most of the scoring past him, you're like, 
But it's, if there's high balls coming into the box, I and mean, we saw it in the European game, there's high balls coming into the box towards the end. He's up, he's clear, he's winning everything. You know what I mean? He's getting that away, and that's what you want to see in a central defender as well. So it's just, just try to get that right mix. But do you know what I mean? So I, I, I sort of, I, I mean, I know people are saying Effie Ambrose, but I thought, you know, if he's just good in there, then is he not just a poor man's John Hughes? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm throwing it out there because John Hughes was quite he'd, uh, was he left footed John Hughes because I thought he was no bad John with the ball at his feet as well and he was also excellent in the air like he, he was he'd get his noggin in anything I think Julian's a good player there I think Julian goes and demands gets the ball gets those headers and he's a tall lad Tough, I don't know but I, I, I can guarantee that he's played Lennon's going to play him if it's a four the back in front of Julian and Ayer yeah, I think he's that's his man. Mm-hmm. I don't well, okay, we'll see what happens. I just think Len that's the type of Len player Len wants. Possibly, but Jesus, he's, he's not the best start, has he? By any means. So yeah, so we'll see what happens this weekend. That was brown. Any any initial harm? I don't know. Any, any, I thought you'd give us some harm gossip. Well, I've been in Dublin for eleven years, so. <laughs> yeah, the lot. First yeah, communion. I'd, I'd, I'd say so. First communion in St Mary's. You're allowed last weekend. First communion in St Mary's. So you're only allowed. I think there's three people. So you, your mum, your dad, and one other. Benny Quigley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but Benny Quigley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, mum and dad told me I wasn't allowed to name them on the podcast because they were going to chapel in White Hill and they didn't really want anybody to know. No, I, I get I get rosary beads and a wee mass book and so I don't remember getting any I don't remember getting money. Like I remember, I remember getting a wee mass book and the rosary beads and God knows what else. Uh, maybe I did get money, but I actually don't remember it to be honest with you. It wasn't it. like nothing like the day where kids are demanding fifty notes off you as soon as you see them. This, this, I mean, I'm, out, I'm out of the sort of Catholic loop in Ireland. They, they get like the kids get a lot of money, don't they? Like a grand. Ah, well, minimum fifty quid off each person that turns up. The priest get the, you need to get the priest fifty quid as well. I think he's yeah. in the act as well. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. See, with the priest, you don't they don't say this is the amount you've got to give them. So you don't like right. for christenings and the baptisms and all sorts, you know, the holy communions and stuff. So you don't know. And then you know we we got our daughter get baptized. There was seven, so it was like a conveyor belt at baptisms. Seven kids at the one time getting baptized, and. I didn't know how much to give them, so I gave them, I think it was like 50 quid or something. And then you realise that I think someone had to do something from all the seven families. They had to do like a bidding player. And we were on the last one. So it's like, all right, okay, so we've obviously given them the least amount of, amount of cash. But you don't know, it's the canon, you don't know what the script is, you know what I mean? Well, earthy kids, the baptisms now, how after the kid gets baptised, you, you get into the, the sacristy or whatever and get the baptismal set. Yeah. 
And um, the, before it, we, we get told you that, right, obviously there's no charge for the baptism of that, but you, you give like, a thank you to the priest. And it was a lady that was talking to us about it, uh, to maybe explain it all before it happened, like, a couple of weeks before it. And I says, how much do you give him? She's like, well, usually it's 50 quid. And I says, that's right, at least I know kind of thing. But now at the end, it's the same kind of thing you're saying, Stephen. I think there was four baptisms um, and you're going in and it was like you were paying 50 quid to get the baptismal set. You know what I mean? So you're walking in, you've got the 50 quid in the note, you give him the note on one hand, he gives you the baptismal set on the other hand, it's like a wee nod as in, cheers, and then, <laughs> I thought, just pay 50 quid for a bit of paper here that I could have got online. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's ridiculous. And you're just, and after you're just going, he's just made 200 quid for half an hour. Like, it's, it's a scam. <laughs> Absolute scam. You know what I mean? Half an hour's work on a, uh, what was that, a Sunday morning. 200 quid in the back pokies away down to William Hills. <laughs> <laughs> they, put, they put money on the amount of penalties that Rangers will get. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Danny. You see, in, in Hamilton, just do uh, you ever go to that Time Deli? You know, the, the coffee shop Time. Is it? No, I don't, it doesn't ring a bell. Oh, oh it's the, just, it's one up at Hardy's Wine Bar. Uh, it's just sort of down from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've, no, I was never in it. Oh, it's, it's it's incredible. It's, it's the best coffee shop I've ever been into. It's uh, it's it's brilliant. It's um, yeah. No, the, <laughs> it's just a great place. It's just really good. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you'd ever been in it before, but yeah. No. I used to even no. like some women in there. <laughs> oh, my dad I does. think a lot of Hamilton men my do. Dad, it's like a lot of guys do. Where exactly is it? Is it down across for the courtyard and stuff next to the Stonehouse? No. No, it's it's on the it's on the main street. It's on Cas- Cas- main street. So it's across from. I think it's probably across from the disabled <laughs> disabled shop. Don't want to sell the scooters and all that. It's over there, isn't it? Aye, it's opposite where Mitchell's used to be. Mitchell's closed oh, down. Right, Did you hear yeah. that? Mitchell's no. closed down. Is it? Jeez, oh. Jeez, Danny, I thought you were all over us. Three kids, Danny's taking you away from you. I know nothing about Hamilton these days. Nothing. My dad, my dad said, my dad, I told my dad you were coming on, my dad said, is he going to be sponsored by dogs? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know about dogs, I'll tell you about that, but they wee beard garden at the front and stuff, but... How much was spent in dogs reefer? I think 20 quid in a packet of fags. <laughs> 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 did, did the dogs get into lockdown or did they just... It was always locked down. Well, they went into lockdown for the front door, but if you run the back and chap twice, it was open. <laughs> <laughs> to, every time we used to get past it, it was like, yeah, it's half a million reflubbing docks. Half a million. Half ah. a million. <laughs> but like, they didn't do much in the front, did they? Just one of the boozles, you know, like half 12 kickoff on a Sunday, the pub's not allowed to open. Like, can you walk past it at 10 o'clock and just see a sea of heads inside? <laughs> you know what I mean? Playing dominoes. Ah, playing the Reds, man, like. <laughs> oh, Daisy. Oh, okay. Daisy when, pub. When was the last time you were in Scotland? Then? That's a year. Mine's a year and a month. Year exactly, months. exactly a year. I, last November I was home for um, my mate Miller's 40th up and went up to Lot Lomond for the weekend. Um, yeah. I, that, was, that was the last time I was back in Scotland. I was supposed to go in uh, March when obviously Covid hit, but... Um, yeah, and then my parents were meant to come over for my son's communion and all that this year, but uh, I like not been able to do anything. So I was kind of with the with the traffic light system coming in next week um, for the European travel. I was kind of hoping that we'd get to Scotland, but seeing the numbers coming out of Scotland, not a hope in hell. Oh, I'm not going 
No, what was it today? Fifty dead and fucking nearly a thousand cases again, or fourteen hundred cases or something today. Mad, crazy, crazy numbers. I thought Ireland was bad, but Jesus, oh, Scotland's Scotland's pretty bad as well. I'd love to go back. You know, we'll have to go back together. I think is that's going to be Sunday. I'm really miss Scotland at the moment, especially when the dark nights come on. I always try to a cheeky trip over there, just have a bit of a laugh. Uh, well, I'm definitely keep my I'm definitely keep my holidays for the long weekend. If we get ten, uh, sorry, when we get ten, I know I need to phrase that. So, I need I need to keep a long weekend for that. It's like Stevie's plan for Christmas. Then you need to plan it correctly. <laughs> and just as soon as you know you're going to get the ten, you just fucking say to the boss, right? I'm away for a week. See you later. <laughs> I want that. I want see, see you on the other side. I have to go, don't we? I have to go. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Watch that bus. See those scenes at Glasgow Cross again, hopefully. Yeah, Climbing well, the Colt Tower. Well, that was that was painless enough, Danny, wasn't it? That was great. Stephen jumped on later on because he had to go for his long down the haircut, which is quite nice. Sorry, I I went into a, a shop. So I went into a shop. It was for the the barbers and it was for the guys, and they're all closing. They're like, right, you beat it. No, we're not taking you. And I'm like, come on, you're closed for a month because it's locked down here tomorrow. <laughs> all right, and then is, so I get kicked out, and then I went in. And there was these sort of older women they were in in another shop, and I was like, "Come on, you know." And they were closing as well, and and they're like, "No." And then I was like, "Come on, come on!" It's like four weeks, you know. I mean, you're not going to be. Uh, and and then eventually they sort of uh, they said, "I ah, can come in," so got a wee haircut. So it's well, quite what's good. London, what's London prices? Stephen tells the big banana prices gone. Well, it was, it was six, sixteen quid, and I felt I felt I should give them twenty because I had a twenty pound oh, note. So. I gave them a four pound tip, but they're, they're all that same coach shut down now for a month. So, yeah. uh, I suppose that's fair enough. I was well, two weeks ago before we shut down. I, I went for a haircut on a Monday afternoon, and it was Monday afternoon at like one o'clock or something. I went to my lunch break, and it was barbers was mobbed like you couldn't move in it. And then again that night, I was driving up to my uh, my sister in law's house at seven o'clock at night, and there was a queue outside the barbers. They're still wow. taking people at seven o'clock at night because uh, obviously lockdown was coming for six weeks here. So like, like you're saying, they're going to shut for six weeks and get no income. So why would they not do it? Yeah. You know what I mean, put your ass off for three days solid, and then you're you're off for six weeks. You look you know at it that mean? way, Danny. I mean, four quid tips. Kind of a, it's a bit of an injury, you know. Maybe you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite flamboyant. I was like, just keep the change. Yeah. Twenty percent, Steve. That's good. I think that's alright. Twenty percent. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's four quid in London. Do you get it for four quid in London? Dust? I hear. Give me a bus Man. <laughs> the bus <laughs> Right, anyway, that's fantastic, Dan. I really appreciate it. I really look forward to it. Yeah, ah, it's good banner. Uh, I can't believe Betty checked it, but... I know. I think Betty's scared of you. See, the thing is, because he was saying about it's Nicola Sturgeon's yellow card... Like, because when Celtic did it, like, that's your yellow card. And then if anything else happens, you're obviously going to get a red. Yeah. But then, so if you follow that through, like, say they they did have a red card for the Rangers players, you know, doing the COVID party, which did look like a good party, then they would call the league and Rangers are at the top of the league. So we'd end up losing 10 in a row. So we should be happy that they didn't do anything. You know what I mean? That's a good point. That that was just my thinking on it, but Betty's Betty, Betty, sorry, the Betty's thought something different. Right. And this is the problem as well. Like going to a different point is like when we play that Scottish Cup final, that's another league game that Rangers are playing. If they win that, 
they've got well, their miles ahead and oh, right. serious pressure on us <laughs> no, that's why you're, you're definitely not blooding any young kids then you're like right. ah, is that, this is it because that's what I'm saying like, obviously last week was a cup semi so that was even an extra game they won that against Kelly and then that's going to be an extra game as well yeah. when are we playing these spare games well, the thing is we don't have to, I looked at the January fixture list and the January fixture list it just keeps going yeah the tranny window opens and the start of January finishes the 2nd of February. So, like... And we're not going to Dubai this year, are we? No. no it just keeps going. It's, 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 it's a mad fixture list. Have got Seamal or something? Yeah, we've got Seamal. Seamal's changed, but Seamal's now more, it's more about weddings. I know. It's, it's more terrible. about weddings. My dad told us more about weddings now. It's not really. Frimpong can get married to that American lassie that was meant to come here. Is <laughs> <laughs> that American lassie that was meant to come here and he shot it for her? Because he's cold. Aye, that's it. Anyway, that's us. I think that's us for the night. That's fantastic. I really appreciate both these coming on tonight, Stephen. Thanks for coming on with your, your lovely. Sorry for wrecking it, Danny. Apologies, man. For Maybe twenty minutes delay. That's a good laugh. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? it's good that you're Listen, as St- Stephen uh, Paul kept saying there, he's like, "Oh, hold on, I guess I've had plenty of time. I'm, I'm not doing anything." Good, that's all right. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way, on the the pro- promotion. I saw that in LinkedIn. Ah, cheers, well mate. done. Aye, cheers. Because I was going to say when you said that you asked the boss, I'm like, "You are the boss, Danny. You don't <laughs> ask anyone." <laughs> that's that. That's that. Jesus, imagine fucking hell. Place would be bumming down if I was the boss. No, not at all. <laughs> Aye, no, cheers, mate. Well, it's good to see you, Danny, again. Well. All right. We'll do this again. That was great. You too, Thanks, guys. You too. All the best. Bye bye. Right. See you, see you soon. Cheers.